right. Okay. Ready to start. We'll start the meeting at 6.30. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for being here. Glad to have everyone. Um, we'll start with a roll call, if you would, please, Justin. All right. Uh, Commissioner Tong? Here. Commissioner Chair Downing? Here. Uh, Commissioner Lattimore? Here. Commissioner Dewey? Here. Commissioner Jones? Here. All right. We're all present. Um, so item two, not agenda public comment. Anyone can speak for three minutes regarding any matter not on the agenda. Do we have anybody signed up to speak? We do not have any attendees here and we do not have any slips turned in. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, item three, commissioner communications. Anybody got anything they want to communicate to the rest of us? Okay, seeing none, we'll move on to the minutes. Are there any corrections or deletions or changes to the minutes of our December 12th meeting? And if not, I'll entertain a motion to approve those minutes. Motion to approve. Okay, second. second. Uh, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, minutes are approved. Um, okay, regular agenda items, item five. Um, 5A, Facility and Renovation Report by Greenway Golf. Do we have anyone present from Greenway Golf? There's no one present from Greenway Golf. Okay, we'll move on to the next agenda item. Jim's on the course and uh, Dimitri, both of you Dimitris are here. Uh, I talked to Tom today. Thank you guys for being here and we'll turn the floor over to you guys for your report. Yeah. Uh, we'll make if you would stand up, oh, please. Nice. Yeah, thank you. We're making steps on making more of an effort to be here. Give you guys regular. Do you mind yeah. introducing yourself? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I know you were Dimitri, but I'm sure there's more. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit more. Um, my name is Dimitri. Um, I'm Tom's son, uh, Jimmy's grandson. Uh, three generations here in Alameda, the longest running family, one family restaurant in Alameda. Haven't changed owners once. Been around since about 1957. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you and, for being uh, here. And our current uh, operators at Jerusalem, of course. Okay. Um, I'd like to update you guys with a few of the improvements we've made. Um, some of them, I'm sure you've seen, are uh, European style umbrellas we have outside. Uh, my father uh, that goes beyond the scope of the umbrellas. We have some of the new tables we put in that have replaced the other ones that have been there for years prior. And uh, we're going to replace all the tables outside with those new kind of granite style uh, tables. They're more modern and give us a better feel. Uh, we're also looking um, to expand on um, the heating lamps that we have outside. Right now we have, like on the weekend, we'll have up three. And we're looking to expand that further. And eventually by next winter, have more of like an insulated area where it contains the heat, where golfers or um, Alamedians can come there and have an area where they can sit outside and be able to enjoy their meal in, you know, an environment which is not as cold when we get the heat levels. So uh, we're looking to um, to improve on that definitely. And uh, uh, yeah, and just, Benefit golfers and audience as well. So, um, moving on. 
for the up for upcoming enhancements, we're planning um, outside during the. Uh, we're looking to increase beautification on the courtyard with planter boxes, um, colorful plants that will further enhance the courtyard's appeal and create more of an inviting atmosphere. Uh, we're looking to remodel the men's bathroom, particularly. Um, it gets quite hot in there and it's just not very pleasant. So we're looking to remodel that in uh, this coming this year, uh, as well as replacing some of the TVs. And we're also very excited about um, the new handheld devices we're going to have for our POS operating system, which is the point of sale. So they're really cool. Um, they're like these handheld like devices where the like right now they have tablets where you go to tables and you know take the order. But they have these new devices are really cool. You can put in the order and then print the check right there, or even have we kind of experimented with having the uh, QR code. That's it's. It's kind of iffy. There's some technicalities behind it, but it's still iffy. But this new device is going to make everything a whole lot easier. With having, you can do everything at the table, and um, really yes. seems like things are going that way as well. So, and uh, yeah, and, and that's for the servers. It's for the servers. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah for the servers, and uh, everything can be done like there. It, it's what's going to do is increase the customer experience, and that's like what I'm trying to. Cover here uh, the outside seating. Uh, POS. We're always looking to modernize and you know roof up the place as much as we can. Um, yeah. Uh, outside of that, uh, we're looking to improve uh, the snack area or the counter area with better sandwiches and uh, and this sort of thing. We're we're in talks about that, having baguettes and um, a bit of like a, a European feel to it, more than just like you know the. One because right now we have like one type of sandwich you can like get and go with, and obviously there's a whole plethora of sandwiches and lunch items you can work in the kitchen. But the kitchen is backed up because a lot of our business it comes from non-golfers. So like sometimes golfers come in, they want to order some hot, they don't have time. It's like you know sometimes 10, 15 minutes to get a hot sandwich, and uh, we're we're looking to improve all that through having um, just your your start quick and goes by gets this kind of stuff, um, and. Yeah, I think is there a way, Dimitri, excuse yeah. me. Is there a way to potentially other courses I play, you can order on the course and then pick it up when you come in? Is that something you're looking at or is that doable? Yeah, you can um we have a you can order from our website and do that, mm -hmm. uh, as well as at the um on on from the cart. You can order from the cart and the cart can probably can put the order in. Mm -hmm. um, mostly people do it now through our website. We are looking to expand on that. In fact, I had a short conversation with Dimitri. Which uh, I, I found was pretty productive, and um, uh, he was talking about how they're going to be putting out this. I didn't quite understand it, but you know, he he kind of he kind of bridged a gap here, which is awesome. And Bali put it on the um, driving range with the um, the new game they have out. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, and you know, I was uh, we were talking just further about like, hey, you know, we can have like some kind of. We do some kind of QR code like out there where like people can order like a cocktail or something mm -hmm. right there. That's something I really want to expand our conversation with them and kind of like you know bridge that gap. To, I mean, the, the whole point is just to improve the improve the experience for everybody. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're I mean, you know, it's you know, with technology nowadays. You know, the the the, the amount of the amount the experience that we can give to the customers is just gap there, and we can really fill it through having communication between. Um, uh, us and the golf course. Operation. One thing I see at other courses is that when you get to the ninth tee, there's a sign there uh, with a the menu and a phone number. 
And I don't know if you guys have ever thought about that or, uh, but that to me, the knowledge that you can order out on the course uh, is right there in front of you when you get to the night tee. Yeah, we need to be 100% open to something like that. Well, anyway, I'll just throw yeah. that out as something oh, that yeah. works at another golf course. And, oh, yeah. and in fact, if you want to see it, you can go to Metro and that's what they do over there. So, yeah, me and my uncle will, will, will swing by there. And that's something that me and my father will talk about as well. Okay. You know, and being having, you know, just a sit down conversation with uh, Umesh and uh, order to get this ball rolling. Okay. And just to expand on what um, Ed is saying is, is that if you had a if you had a QR code that you scanned that had a grab and go items that were you know that could be done, say you know the eighth tee or the ninth tee, so that you could pay for, order it, pay for it, and then pick it up as you made the turn, that would be awesome. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll keep that in mind. We have that. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think they do that. I think what we're right. we're putting on the table here is to to expand that, right? Right. Put on like a sign, make, make it, it more, more visible. More I wasn't aware you had. I mean, a lot of so, people. I mean, a lot of people are. You yeah. have you, you know, on on primarily Friday, Saturday. I mean, you have these guys as rings I see come in. They they tend to do that, you know. Mm -hmm. Rather, but I mean, you're right. It would be it would be fantastic to expand on that, yeah, right? We'll take all the there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, well, yeah. I had a question if I could. The, yeah, absolutely. These, um, the beautification of the bathrooms, the TVs, those are all great things yeah. for 2024. Is there any view about timeline for when you'll win during 2024? Yeah. So as far as, um, go back where I started, for the uh, for creating that enclosure, we're looking to accomplish that by next winter. It's by a project. Right, but we're, 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 we want to think those small steps. Like we can put the bells up this year, uh, or lot or late last year, and we're, we 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 bought uh, three new um, heating lamps, mm -hmm. and we have three more that we if people ask where we put them out there, and we're looking to expand on that and, and make an enclosure. Now uh, for the TVs, um, within I mean we're probably before. This summer, we need to start replacing like one or two years because some of them are outdated. A lot of them are fine, sure. right? A lot of them are fine, but there's there's three or four that are outdated. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we'll you know maybe one month we'll we'll buy we'll see like a good deal that's like really nice if you put that up and you know as things go go by and you know we're really trying to best you know the the restaurant industry the whole economy the has really kicked our butt about everybody else we're like one of the smallest profit margin businesses. Right now, it's you know it's absolutely crazy with food costs and labor costs at like some record high, and mm -hmm. uh, you know we we you know so you know these, these improvements come with time, and uh, but uh, you know I, uh, you know we really care. You know we've been nominated forever, and uh, uh, it's it's a natural course of things to make improvements to the place and and to keep you know everybody updated on what we're doing. And I mean, uh, just a quick question. You know, is a big project. It's a very yeah. big project, especially in my that's that's going to be probably our biggest project for the year in terms of like remodeling. Um, uh, the other things, the small things, the TVs and like you know, the enclosure. That's yeah. we've got the big parts where you don't think about us, but mm -hmm. the, the bathroom is going to be a big project. I can't give you like the exact date for that. Something that we're in talks. Smart, thank you. Yeah. They're all very good improvements. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Regarding the landscaping uh, that you are going to do, uh, can you? Describe that to me a little bit. I was rereading yeah, your concession agreement today. Yeah, it's and more. And there's nothing in your agreement that requires you to do landscaping. It, it's so. more. It's more to 
roof up, let's roof up the area, you know, with the, we need to add, uh, it's, we need to add like plants and like, you know, create like a slight enclosure of the area with plants and uh, maybe add a few more tables up there with umbrellas because we've had some people, customers come in and say, hey, you know, we want to sit out in the sun and the tables have the umbrellas or there people sitting there, there's not that many anymore because we have the, the, the uh, mm -hmm. European style umbrellas. And um, uh, so it's just, uh, as far as landscaping goes, um, it, like, you know, those, I don't know, I don't know the terminology of it, but it's those like, you know, those, those things are encased in, in dirt, they have plants and plants. Like, like, yeah, we're not looking really to make any extreme renovations outside mm -hmm. when it comes to landscape. Okay. Yeah. And so, one last question, and maybe this is for the city. Uh, in the original concession agreement with the uh, gyms, there was an enclosed patio as part of that agreement. Yeah. And my question is, I believe that went away when the event center also went away, but uh, is that still part of your plan or is that still part of the agreement? And if you don't know the answer, you can get back to me with the answer to this question. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, Justin? I think I'd have to look into the details to figure out whether okay. uh, the event center required for yeah. So anyway, I was anyway. I'm wondering about that. You can go back to your dad. Just tell him to email me or text me. Yeah, I thought about that. I, I'm wanting to know if the enclosed patio is still part of your concession agreement. Yeah. So I know some technicalities with the, the building and everything. Um, yeah. But uh, then move to the enclosed patio. Uh, whether that's in the future guide, I don't want to back my father or not. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for all your time. Uh, was, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so what? What percentage of your business is is golfers versus non golfers? The majority of our of our business are non golfers, non-medians. Um okay. and so it's destination meal to eat and right? Yeah, yeah. So, Especially most most of it. I think it's off the top of my head, I think it's like 80%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty high. Yeah. yeah. So is there a difference that you see in being able to to Gain additional revenue from the golfer community. Yeah, absolutely. obviously the serving at turn and that kind of things is part of that. But are there other things that you thought that you yeah, would that that side of business? Absolutely. And that in order for that to happen, I would have to have we have to have to monograph more talks with UMesh because mm -hmm. it's in order to accomplish that it's there stuff. has to be there has to, there has to be. Um, uh, cooperation between the two, and we're you know we were open doors, you know. I mean, we just want to improve the customer experience. And I'm sure you wish this as well. But uh, uh, there's some things that have been happening. You know, it's been um, but anyway. Yeah, we're 100 open to it, and we um, as far as like the signs and people ordering from the turns, that's fantastic. You know, maybe put some QR codes on the uh, driving range, and we can mm -hmm. have you know one of, maybe one of the carts out there where we can have we can have extra person at night time so we order a coffee or something from the bar and. And we can take it out there because I mean, right now, we we want to we we have the there's a browser on both sides, right? It's on the, in the front, it's on the side, and we have the bar there. We're looking to really capitalize on that. And you know, right now we don't have like a cocktail menu. And in order to get the ball rolling there, I think that a good place starts with the golfers. But uh, again, it requires um, uh, communication between uh, us and uh, and Greenland, which uh, which. Yeah, we mean you always talked last time, it was great. So we're, we're looking to expand on that. What kind of feedback have you gotten from the golfers about um, how to improve food and beverage? Um, from the golfers, uh, mostly 
um, when it comes to quicker, quick items. There's, we do have our sandwiches, we do our croissants, our muffins, our danishes, but in terms of getting something hot quickly, it's a bit difficult. It's, yeah, the breakfast sandwich and breakfast burritos. But there's just, there's not, that's not, if somebody wants to order it, it's just not, yeah. if it could be delivered, we get so busy. And the yeah. kitchen's mm -hmm. slammed. And a lot of times that yeah. that collides with when the golfers come in. And mm -hmm. you know, we have to constantly many golfers, hey, it's gonna take 10, 15, 20 minutes sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're looking to um, improve the experience for golfers mm -hmm. by expanding the amount of you know, hot or quick yeah. to go items. Mm -hmm. And that's why the ninth hole gives you, you know, conceivably enough time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You might need to might need to put it on the eighth tee. Yeah, <laughs> because it's fifteen minutes a whole typically. So anyway, mm -hmm. just a thought. Great, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for the questions. Thank you for letting me speak. And it's a it's a lot a new face, but I haven't been here in years, and it's really nice to be on. Yeah, it's nice well, to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. And uh, you guys are welcome to stay, or you're welcome to leave if you don't <laughs> want us to bore you for the rest of the evening. All right, sounds good. Uh, okay, so that's uh, Jim's, and it's your turn, if you would, Justin, with the uh, Recreation and Park Director Report, Item 5C. All right, um, I'm going to keep it a little bit brief tonight. Um, uh, Ed and I had a conversation earlier this week, and I have an update on uh, drainage work that's been happening out at the course. Um, so Public Works has been working over the last... Uh, six months um, to try to minimize the risk of flooding to the adjacent streets and properties. As of last year, we had a pretty big issue with flooding along the, uh, the roads up there. Um, the canal that runs adjacent to Island Drive was cleared of vegetation and cattails. Uh, eight large bins of organic material were hauled to be composted. Um, in addition, there was a failing culvert on the western canal flows, um, and they were uh, replaced to improve the capacity. And lastly, there's a portion of the canal that receives flow from um, the, the Maitland neighborhood uh, and, and it was dredged. So the city is going to plan to continue to dredge around the pump station, but we have to wait for um, it to dry out a bit. Uh, the equipment can't get in there right now. Okay. So and um, that has been the, the, the focus of the work uh, right now with Public Works on the course. Okay. And can you, did they give you an idea how complete they are or where? where we are in terms of complying with what's required or uh, this was primarily uh dealing with flood conditions okay. that were caused by last year this is not handling the overall drainage out of the okay. course uh -huh. so that work is still we're uh, underway with greenway and they're still uh doing coordination work to try to get that done okay. so uh, i do not have a timeline for you on that okay um, um, um the wood rogers report was done in December 2022 yeah. um, brought up a whole bunch of issues with potential litigation, sir. Was anything done with that report or a response to it? Um, Public Works has been working on that, trying to coordinate those efforts. That's what I was alluding to is the fact that they're still working on those with Greenway in order to get those, the colors changed and some of those, the dredging and the different vegetation things modified. So that's what they're currently working on. Okay, so there's, it's it's basically a, a joint effort in trying to respond to that that whole set of issues. Then it, it, it's a joint effort because of the access, but Public Works is handling a lot of the effort. 
And is it fair to say, Justin, that the work that's been done was also the result of that study? In other words, these things that they're doing? Not all of that. Well, some of the work I described was actually stuff that happened because of the flooding conditions okay. that happened in the heavy rains last year. Okay. And they identified different areas that needed to be cleared in order to alleviate and allow runoff to happen along the adjacent parts of the property. Okay. So there was an immediate workload or work plan done in order to try to address those issues. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. It sounds like that, that work was a result of conditions that yeah as i explained that that's what that what originally was about and that mitigation of trying to mitigate the flooding conditions that were happening adjacent to the property were there any was there an official response or any acknowledgement i don't have that information for you cliff i can get that for you but that's a public works project and so i can i can do that i can take your question and and get that information for you okay because I guess what I'm asking about is normally when you get a report like that, there's a response of some kind to it. Like we acknowledge A, B, C, and whatever, and we're going to do those things. The other things we're, we're, we're not going to do something about, or they mean that those to be uh, not valid or whatever. I'm just curious as to. Again, I can get you that information. I, as, as the park and rec director, I don't have the um, information in front of me that well, the response public were provided or didn't provide. So I can get you that information for our next meeting. Justin? Yes. Well, before you go on, I, I missed a little bit when you said you there was uh, the report included something with dredging along Maitland. What was that? No, that's not what the report included. Oh. That is uh, due to flooding that occurred last year. Uh, along the uh, road adjacent to uh, the creek apart. Right. Uh, the dredging was done in those different um, ponds in order to oh, create capacity oh, okay. and in those canals in order to create capacity so that the runoff this year, anticipating okay. high water again, would not continue to flood those properties. Okay, so, so that's just what they're looking at. Oh, okay. okay. And they're also going to continue to do Thank more you. work around the pumping station. Okay. However, they just have to wait sort of for the machines to be able to get in there because it's a little wet right now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, but it's good. Right. Yes. Yeah. We'll take all the rain that we yes, can, we never can really get there. Um, from a, a parks perspective, um, we have started to kick off planning for our summer season. So uh, we've already had our one preliminary meeting. Our largest event that is coming up is the 4th of July parade. So we've already had the first round of meetings. We're having uh, the second one this next week. Uh, we also have the spring shindig, which is on uh, April 20th this year. It'll be out at the, the O Club. So again, I want to invite everyone to that. It's a, a pretty big event. We really like um, getting everyone out there. It's also right around Earth Day. So it's a good timing for that. And so with that, that's the rest of my report. Okay. On the 20th, what time of day is that? Um, I believe it starts at 10 a.m. We need pickleball courts, but anyway. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh, okay. Um, thank you very much, which brings us to item 5D and its subcommittee work group to finalize the survey. And I'm going to turn it over to the subcommittee and let them talk about what we got and where we go from here. Okay, so um, uh, Robert and I met uh, basically the day after our last meeting right. and uh, took your, incorporated your comments into the, um, into the survey. Um, 
And that was in the form of a Google Doc mm -hmm. or Google Form. So I transmitted that over to Justin. And I guess it took a while to go through the legal and uh, had reviewed it and whatnot. And then came out in the form of a survey link, mm -hmm. which is what was sent over. So um, there were a couple of differences, and I wanted to ask how that came about. Uh, so the primary difference in, in our in my conversations with staff uh, was really at question five. So question five had uh, was really about what what you had a, a list of items that if improved would it increase your play at Carico Park. Um, in our conversations, we felt it was uh, leading. We had a big conversation a little bit about like better or improve at the last meeting. Um, and the, the, the result from talking with staff really was about, let's leave it as an open-ended text box and allow people to write in what would improve it or what would increase their play. And so therefore we weren't leading saying, if the fees were lower, if the, the uh, condition were improved. So again, we wanted to get them to type in what they wanted instead of having leading questions about improvement and cost reduction and, and different aspects. So that's really why the structure of that question changed. But the essence it's of not the legal issue. No, 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 no. But the, it was just more about whether we wanted to ask the leading question uh, and sort of directing people or skewing someone's opinion right off of the bat of the, of the question. So that leaving it open-ended allows them to write in what would increase them to utilize the course more. Right, remind me, I forwarded over to you a question uh, yep. that was uh, sent over the transom to me. Uh, was that question number five that you referred to? I believe it was, yes. Okay. So, so what we ended up doing, again, you know, when we have the conversations internally with staff, you know, all of them seem, all your questions seem very appropriate. It's just this one we wanted to have as, as an open-ended and not as a, a lead about, mm -hmm. it is implying that something currently isn't good. So again, we wanted to give that open-ended aspect to the question. And so that's the only modification in the questions that uh, was done to date. Well, there were other ones um, the end. They're quite basically the demographic related questions. <laughs> your age, your handicap, you belong to a club. Those are not in the survey anymore. Okay. Um, I'll, double, I'll, I'll, I'll double check because um, staff did not see those, I don't believe. So, yeah. It seems very okay. truncated, probably for lack of a better word. Okay. So, we went from a, a broader base of questions so, mm -hmm. to a truncated yeah. version. So, the after the Part where it says um, the free form stuff that says uh, we welcome your additional feedback. What, mm -hmm. do, what can we do to improve it? That's, I think, that's the last question on survey mm -hmm. money. Yeah. Then there's the rest of the questions in the original Google form are um, what is your zip code? Do we want to know where you're coming from? What is your gender? Yep. Um, golf index, age. And are you a member of local golf club? And then it lists a few golf clubs. Exactly. Yeah, I noticed those demographic questions were missing. And then I think we also discussed a question at the top about which of the three courses do you play? Right. I mean, right. North and the South. Okay. Yes. All right. 
And they've been a staff oversight, so I will get back to you on that. Okay, about so, adding that information back in. Um, but I think the point I want to make sure I'm clear on the questions that staff omitted, they weren't because of any legal issues. No, just no. an administrative oversight. Just yes. trying to make it better. Okay. Yeah. Right. And and again, okay. we were trying to get staff to to push this through for okay. timing. It's not a Perfect. evaluation question on the, the information being collected. It was more of a uh, I guess a process oversight. So okay. I apologize for that. Yeah, if you go to the original mm -hmm. link for the Google form, you should see all those okay. questions. Uh, well, I'm glad you you found the uh, other questions about the course. Which course yeah. Pointing out often. Okay. But um, regarding the uh, the leak the leading question, um, personally, I feel is leading for a reason. Because I think we want to know specific reasons why. Um, and often when you just let people to their own devices, um, if they feel really strongly about something, they might bring it up. But there are other things that are maybe not as quite a high priority, but there's still a factor. And that's, in my view, that's why it's legal. And I don't. I don't even know if I would call it leading. I think you're making suggestions in terms of possibilities of answers. If we haven't hit a wide enough range of the possibilities of answers, then we can come up with more, but there's already 10 or something like that. So just a pretty large number. So I don't know how yeah. everybody else feels about it. Um, but to me, there's it's a reason why it's leading. And with the questions that were omitted, I think those are uh, accidental omissions, but I was going to say we really need demographic. Yeah, we do agree. Oh, yeah. It was part of the survey design, right? So to have the leading question where it was, our original survey work uh, in the original question. To me, that's really the key question in the whole survey yeah. is how are we, you know, what can we do to really in, 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 improve the level of the experience? Hmm. Um, and the way a number of those were worded, I think it said make them better. Mm -hmm. If they were better, this were better, this were better. And basically all of those were were changed to to improve, mm -hmm. which is I think a little less sort of yeah. impactful. Uh, yeah. I personally like the word improved better than better. Uh, that's my opinion, but um, I don't see that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Better implies it's bad. Improve implies it can be better. That's, right. So that's why I like that word better. Yeah, I don't have a strong feel on the wording. I'm comfortable with it being open. I'm kind of more prone to suggest open-ended questions to get as much feedback as we can, right? And I feel like the bulk of our time last discussion was about, you know, what's in and out of this, you know, multi-part question. And even, you know, even with best efforts, we're gonna leave something off that list that's probably important to somebody. Mm -hmm. So the more we can get free form, free text of like, hey, they took the time to take the survey, they're gonna tell us what they think is important. I think that's you know that's just not for you. Is that what I'm doing? Staff did put in there um, after the question uh, as examples, uh, such as the course condition, cost, speed of play, etc. So, so it did it did right. give some give some suggestion. some suggestion as to the type of things to put in there. 
without saying specifically if the course condition was improved, if customer service was improved. And again, it we're trying to figure out what's going to get them a little bit more open-ended. Again, that's what the dialogue was back here sure. with staff. And our, our goal is to be able to come up with something that staff is supporting as well mm -hmm. as your office. So yep. that's kind of where I'm coming from on this. So. Well, I'll just say in my last comment on this on this topic is uh, I don't think I I don't feel this is a question you want to leave open ended, and the, the reason for that is I think we really want to know what the main issues are and the things that might lead themselves to having people play more and come out. More. And that's why each one, each one of those issues has a response. And they can choose not or say it doesn't matter. Cost doesn't matter, you know, conditions don't matter, nothing matters. You know, so that's that's different because you're really trying to extract that information. And the reason being you want to analyze it. Whereas if you have leave it open ended and we'll find mm -hmm. different things, but it's, it's you're not going to get as rich a response, in my opinion. So, where do we go from here? That's my question. Well, um, I think this is the only the only thing that's probably left, and then um, I don't know if we can move to approve the. Uh, I said one more question, Justin's view. Maybe it's for your staff to take away. When looking at the survey on my phone, it seemed like each question had a little bubble next to it where you could leave a comment on it. Do you okay. know if that's an artifact of this is like a test case of the survey? That was only because this was a draft. Okay. So, so I'm regular you guys, uh, the, the final survey won't have that. Good. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Just want to clarify. And by the way, the uh, I think the last two questions are mandatory. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you want to make those mandatory. Yeah, I think we you can't to... submit the survey without saying something. Yeah. Cliff, Cliff, is there a Solomon's baby in there between what you're saying and what staff recommended? Is it possible to identify the the specific items that you want as a as a yes? I would play more if this and pick yes, this, 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 and then have a place that said other with a free form box underneath it? Well, I, I think the question that's worded in the survey monkey does that. I mean, it gives the, the top three exam, mm -hmm. examples of what we want to, to, to find out about. Um, and it's just less leading, no doubt, than the original one. But I, you know, I, uh, I don't know if you want to. I, I think, think Robert, do you have an opinion about it? But a lot of people do. Yeah. yeah, I almost always err on the side of trying to get quantitative closed-in answers when you really don't have the ability for staff to do qualitative work. Because qualitative answers require a different type of manpower, woman power, people power. Um, and, and I believe that we tried to get to open-ended responses with our last questions in terms of the sequence of ordering mm -hmm. um, and how they were presented. 
Um, I would very much like to have staff add back in the questions that uh, they overlooked or decided were not as important for, for any reason, and then to uh, see that final list. But I wouldn't want to wait another mm -hmm. month to do that. Well, there'd be too much. If we I'd, wait till I'd, the next I'd like to, with all due respect to staff, because I don't know their workload, mm -hmm. I'd like to add back in the questions from the Google Doc that were mm -hmm. missed. Demographic, golf course, yep. yep. etc. cetera. Uh, send it back out to us so that we can see it and put a, a yes to it. Uh, if that, that's what I would like to do. Okay. I'd prefer not to. Let me ask you this, Justin. Do we, would we need another meeting to approve the survey? No, I think because the, the information we've collected that you guys have agreed to on uh, for that has already been done. Okay. Um, they haven't seen the final wording. Okay. Yeah, right. Questions. Yeah. Well, we I don't think yeah. they The only thing that was really kind of changed uh, five was, was question five. Yeah. And that's where the betters went to improve. Right. Yeah. My thought is that I would ask you to go back to staff and sure. see if they can't reinsert those questions. Definitely. And uh, if, I mean, it, we're an advisory group and eventually staff's gonna have to approve what we give you. And so if they're willing to do that, that would be great. And then okay. we could do what we need to do to say it's okay with us yeah. from that point of view. And do we have a mechanism to, you know, have the survey link launched without us having to wait two months? Well, those are the other questions I have. Yeah, I think we do. Okay. Is, is, yeah. Unless there's objections from anybody here, I, the content of the questions aren't changing. The only, the real content change was question five. Okay. That was really okay. the only substantive change right. from what was submitted. Exactly. Right. And um, can can I walk out of this room with the idea that once we approve a survey, I can give it to the clubs to submit send to their members? I think this is a conversation we have to talk to talk you all about is about distribution and how we want to distribute it. And we briefly talked about that at last meeting, but I think that's the the other question we have to to talk about here is okay. is how do we want to distribute the survey? So my understanding is we can come up with a survey that we could approve prior to our next meeting, but we have to have another meeting to just no, 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 no. I'm asking how now is the conversation oh, okay. of, of distribution for you guys to have that discussion okay. about um, how you would like it distributed. There's there's um, a few options available. A, there's the there's the clubs that you have the ability to to share. I have the ability to share it on our social media platforms. Um, and again, you know, the questions that you guys put in the survey are very identifiable so that you can identify whether you are a golfer or not a golfer. That question is a required question. So um, hopefully we'll help filter some of the, the comments on, on the survey. So in case we have a, just a, a blanket survey response from non-golfers, at least they're identifiable. Okay. So let's have that discussion about how we do all that. What what are your your thoughts and ideas? Well, I guess but will your staff be doing the survey analysis? Uh, we talked about that at the last staff meeting where we talked about the subcommittee getting the raw data, yeah. and that staff will not be doing the the raw analysis that we provide you with the with the data for you. As commissioners to look at, yeah, and, um, and then review. Okay. 
if that's done on survey monkey survey monkey has the tools to do the analysis okay if you just give me the raw data i guess i want to import it back in the survey monkey okay. and then do it well i can well i can give you the the analysis out of the survey monkey as long as staff aren't having to do anything particularly yeah. difficult and i imagine it's kind of an excel or a csc file yeah. and you can run a pivot table easily and you know collate all this data i'm happy to help with that yeah. as well yeah, but still, there, there are analytics. Yeah, I mean, I, there, there'll be a report yeah. printable we from service month that we can provide you with. Mm -hmm. uh, not one data. You mean just... You'll get the data added. Yeah. 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 Okay. Excel. Yeah, we can... That's fine. The easy thing to do would be to export a file that can be imported back in the server. Okay. My survey will okay. yeah. yeah, and I think we talked yeah. about this last time, but we'd love to have that all commissioners get access to that when it comes yeah. out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did we settle on what we're doing with question five or is that still? My understanding is we're going to go back to the staff and say put that stuff back in there. And if well, those are the, the demographic questions, that's a, a separate conversation. The, the conversation Cliff is talking about is are you accepting the open the staff recommendation for the open-ended, or are you asking us to revert back to the original? With the leading, what's the pleasure of the commission? What would, what do you guys? I'm comfortable with either version of the question. I heard two people speak to wanting the original question back in. Okay, yeah. I believe you all. Okay, I mean, strong opinion. Then I want to hear what everybody else has. I'm comfortable with that too. So, Lynn. Sure. Okay. Okay. Can we do that or we'll try to? Yeah. Very good. And then. Back to the final point about distribution. I mean, my recommendation is all the above wherever we can. So whether that's social media, any sort of newsletter or parks information, emailing it to clubs, you know, we have other groups of golfers that we're aware of sending to them as well. So, you know, avoiding just getting it to one type of golfer, get it to as many people as we can. Right. All right. The staff again will provide the link and then we correct. can push. Yeah. Correct. Right. But also we want to have a um a, a, a uh city intro and whatever you know like a templated email or something like that um that we we could just forward on to our, our clubs we can we can make a brief flyer that has the link on it that you can share was there a discussion along the lines of the flyer is that um of putting something out at the golf course itself i thought i remember some conversation about maybe putting it in the out there at the, at the course so that people could like. I think there's, I think there's a complexity around that, but I didn't ask for you to put it up. But yeah. you are, there was, Again, there was, I thought I yeah, was a discussion. Yeah. Yeah. But it, there's. But I think since this is being conducted by the golf commission, mm -hmm. that we are not the operator. And so I think we need to be clear that we are not the operator. Mm -hmm. So it's city property though, right? Does the city not have the right to we put something on this is this is the operator has control of the property yeah. according to the lease. Okay. So uh we'll put it gems. <laughs> Just <a pass. laughs> again, I this okay. is why we're having the conversation. <laughs> um you know no, I understand, Justin. I'm, yeah. I I will. I no worries. I under, I get it. All right. Hopefully an easier request. Can we put it on the golf commission website, the survey link? We can, yes. 
Okay. Okay. So do we need a vote or anything? Or are we clear on what we're done? I'm gonna give you an opportunity. Yep, we'll, we'll we have a speaker here. We have a speaker. Um, but I'm asking the question. We probably don't need a vote. No, you okay. got it. All right. We do have a speaker on this item, Council Member Spencer. I'm speaking in my individual capacity. Um, first of all, I want to share, first of all, I want to thank you all for being here and happy new year. Um, I just came from a nonprofit meeting uh, that does have a golf um, group, but they shared that they do not golf uh, at our courts anymore. Uh, that they do uh, that they do tournaments. I think they said at the Met um, uh, because of the pricing. Uh, but um, in regards to the survey that you all have been talking about, I don't see it in, on the agenda. So I don't. None of us sitting here have. Are privy to what questions you're debating. It's on the agenda. It's on the agenda. Five D. It doesn't have the survey. Well, when I pull up the just, item, it doesn't have the question. So the when, you're just, when you're speaking about this question versus that question, um, I'm not sure what you're speaking about. I can yeah. kind of figure it out. And um, I personally prefer when you list the some possibilities, and then at the end they can add something else. And why? Because it's so much easier to get results for quantitative data um, as opposed to leaving it completely open-ended and trying to get staff to score paragraphs or give us paragraphs and we get to go back and look at you know a thousand answers and try to count ourselves you know it's we no one has that kind of time uh, however in regards to distribution i would like to suggest that you have something with a qr code that then uh, we can just of course pop our phone get to your survey and that I'm sure could be shared like a gems on the course. Just put many of us go there. In fact, I was just there um, Saturday and there were, there, I think there was a golf tournament because there were a lot of golfers there. Um, but of course, many golfers go there uh, and those of us that golf a little bit go there. But with a QR code that can be, I think, posted all over the community and people can easily uh, get to your survey. Okay. So those are my suggestions. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. Appreciate you being here. Okay. Um, are we finished? Clear? Everybody? Mm -hmm. yep. Thank you. Yep. And uh, that brings us to item number six, which is our next meeting, and that will be in March, I believe. It'll be March 12th. March 12th. And if you have any items for the agenda between now and then, please get them to me or Justin. We'll see if we can get them on there. And I'll entertain a motion to adjourn. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure. I, it's my fault. I want to make sure. So when we leave this evening, after staff has a chance to revisit and reload mm -hmm. the questions, but the timeline on that is when? When will we have, when will this get pushed out? Once the updates have been done and yes. been sent to the commissioners and okay. each one responds back, thumbs up, Okay. then um, we will try to determine a, a date so that um, it can be live. And this is another conversation we probably should have had to have while we were still active in the item. It's just the duration of the survey. Um, surveys that last for more than two weeks uh, from our PIO have tended to say that they fall off a cliff <laughs> after the two week window. So um, once we get the, the survey finalized, um, we can, uh, I can send a date to uh, the 
chair downing and launch a two week window um, from that start date. Um, the survey will be live. It'll have, again, the QR code. It'll have the link. It'll have the flyer. It'll be on the socials. So from that date for a two week window. That has been the recommendation that, that we've been utilizing in ARPD based upon our, our PIO Sarah Henry's recommendation for a two-week window for Sarah. Is everybody okay with two weeks? If you want longer, we can leave it open longer, but it's going to take a lot longer than that. Okay. The reason I say that is because the, the uh, city surveys, are you know who you're sending it to. Mm -hmm. It's residents, it's people who... <clears throat> are familiar with the issues and concerns. This, this is not just an Alameda Golf. This is a Carica Golf community or golfer. Bay Area. Yeah, it's huh? it's very broad. And okay. yeah, would, without being able to try to have efficient ways to tap into the broader golfer community, uh, it'll take a while. Can, can I suggest that we leave it open then until yeah. we got the data we think we need to make a meaningful? I'd be wanting to get at least a couple hundred responses. And I mean, yeah. from golfers. <laughs> I mean, somebody said, I live in Alameda, but I've never played golf. I mean, that's not really all that much. Is that okay if we do that? I mean, we can leave it open ended. Um, I We can come back and report by the, the next meeting on March 12th. Of, how many responses have we collected I mean, if we get by that? And, if, and, and then you can determine whether you want to leave it open yeah. at that point. That's, and think, we could continue to collect that's a good at that point. Good and then we can go from there. That sounds good. Right. Does that make but, sense? But, yeah, but again, this, today is the ninth, I guess. Yep. Yeah. When will we see the version of the update? The by next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. By by then, you'll be able to see the update. Respond and and if it's all copacetic and everyone is in agreement, then we will uh, push forward because at that point the survey is constructed. Right. It, it, it's ready to go live at that point. Okay, so we could be definitely done by week three. Yes. January. Correct. Okay, that's perfect. All right. So, Sorry for being so. Hey, no problem. Just right in there. I'm glad Long you brought that up. That, that's important. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. Okay. We're adjourned at 720. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you guys for being here. Thank you. And, thank you. And let me just thank Cliff and uh, Robert for all the work they've done on this thing. It's uh, really, really important. Look forward to, to getting all the 